can't speak Norwegian? We've got you covered on Snack Eknors. It's international students. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Snacker Ikinosk. This it's been a while since I've been here. Last time I was live, I was live live in the bar Angst, and I'm so happy to be back in the studio. And together with me, we have lovely Roshni. Hello. And I've met a new person, uh, Paulina. Hi, it's nice to be here. <laughs> nice to be here. Nice to be back. <laughs> <laughs> and me, myself, and I, Oli, Oli, Oli. <laughs> I forgot to introduce myself before, so. so I had to do that. So, how are we feeling? How is how is the spring treating us? I mean, a lot better than the winter. I'm so I'm just done with the snow. Mm. I'm just glad that we're seeing some sun because it was depressing in the winter. Yeah, agreed. I think the mood just automatically lifts once yeah. the sun comes out. I'm super happy we're already in spring. Oh, wow. Tell me about it. When it started snowing the other day, I was like, listen, <laughs> enough. I'm, do- I'm done. I'm done with this. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I need to book the next ticket out. And the thing is that it is Easter while we're recording this. And um, some of like all of my co-workers are out on vacation. The one person is like out in Tenerife. And she's been talking about this little Tenerife vacation for a long time. And I've just been looking at her like, listen, we don't need to talk about it too loud. You don't need yeah. to rub it in my face. No. We get it. You had a good time. <laughs> it is like a religion here. Easter holiday is 10 days off and people mm-hmm. are just going skiing to Tenerife to anywhere warm. It's mm. it's way different in Norway. We need it. We need it. Uh, yeah. where, how is Easter yours? I mean, it's it's rest, less of a big thing. It's a ho- family holiday, but then it's not a full 10 days off work. So I'm very much <laughs> enjoying being in Norway right mm-hmm. now and working here. So, well, I'm sorry. Uh, I am new to the group right now. Where where are you from and what do you do? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm, tell- I'm asking what... <laughs> this is how we meet. <laughs> this, is, this is our first introduction. The first time I met Paulina, I was rushing to the studio because I had to go pee. So I was like rushing. Everything is a mess. I was like, hi, sorry. So we're just sitting down, catching up. You know, you know how it is. Sorry. Yeah. So No, I'm from Latvi- Latvia. But I lived in France before, so and I lived there for a year, and before that I lived in the UK. Mm-hmm. So I've been around. Now I'm working in Norway, I'm working in finance and uh, in the oil and gas sector, but trying to make it green and better. So I'm, I'm not the bad player, I'm a good player. So yeah, and I joined Radio Nova recently. I had to take a, a bit of a time off because of personal reasons, but I'm super happy to be in this very warm studio right now oh, yes. and talking to both of you. I love that. I Lovely. love that. Thank you for the little introduction. I'm sure the listeners <laughs> would yeah. love it. When you say warm studio, I am sweating. I've gone to the gym. I've been in this clothes all oh, day. She's health conscious. We're health conscious. Stinky, but health conscious. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's roll on to this important, not important, interesting. I want to say it's an interesting it, you subject. Know what, it's Is important it important? and interesting. Oh, wow. Agreed. Two stones. No, two stones? Two, 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 two birds, two one, birds stone. one stone. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, the way I figured out that I want to talk about this this t- episode is I was on TikTok. A girl loves TikTok, right? And this thing came up where Elon Musk, we, we know and love, well, we know. Well, we know him. Let's <laughs> <We know laughs> not generalize. The love. <laughs> the love. <laughs> questionable anyways this guy was on about like how he's gonna build a company town 
And I was sitting there like the biggest question mark ever. It's like, what is a company town? And this is what I want to actually ask you two guys and the listeners. What do you think a company town is? Not take all the research that you've done away. Okay, when I was like, I want to talk about this. What popped up in your mind? I mean, I've heard of the concept before. Oh, so I thought, yeah, okay, so I, I didn't. I was <laughs> to say, I just thought, is it still a thing? You know, I imagine, uh-huh. I imagine, okay, there are parts of the town where, you know, company, company employees might be living more than others, but is our company town still a thing? And then, you know, I read more on Elon Musk and him wanting to create one. And I was like, all right, it's still a thing. Mm-hmm. So that was my impression. Uh-huh. Okay, I actually didn't know anything about it. I guess I was living under a rock or something. Um, when I think of the word, the first thing that comes to mind is just like, just like this crazy town where everything is like, controlled by one company obviously but like it looks a bit like I did kind of think of like a utopia like mm-hmm. technology crazy technology robots and all the employees living there it's kind of what I thought mm. yeah. it's probably what Elon Musk thinks as well when yeah, he thinks of his so. company town. yeah but I don't think it's going to be as amazing as that no. <laughs> I mean, when we're talking about Elon Musk and building his company what do we what do we know from Elon Musk because my knowledge is that he in like 2002 he built this SpaceX thing and he's the CEO of Tesla and he bought Twitter and burned that shit down real quick <laughs> real quick <laughs> literally I was like he bought it it went down I was like oh literally sitting my tea same old tea still hot anyways so what do we know about Elon Musk because I don't know a shitload other than that is that does that cover it all I mean, I think there there must be books and books on Elon Musk. I'm not an expert on mm-hmm. him, but he's a very controversial controversial person, isn't he? Mm. We had a little talk before. He's obviously a genius in what he has created with Tesla and SpaceX, right? Mm-hmm. But can we agree he's also a little bit like he's too utopian in his thinking? It helps to for innovation, right, and his companies. But I don't know if you know that he, I mean, starting with the name of his children's, right? Children, <laughs> oh right? It's, it's very out Horrific. there. Horrific and name. I don't understand. I've been like bullying. What yeah. is going on there? And Did he you? was bill- bullied as a kid, actually. And he, and he chose to give those names. Imagine. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Ain't my children, ain't my problem. But his children go to a school that he built. Of course. So, I mean, you can't be bullying. You can't be bullying. (laughs) (laughs) See, my dad owns a school. I can get you kicked out in two seconds. Try try me. But I think there, I'm not sure the school is still active, but there are only like nine pupils there and i think he has five kids right so only four other kids this i don't remember if it's eight or nine or ten but i mean it's a school but it's you know it's more of a half of a classroom yeah Uh, so we bougie out in here so basically he from he took home schooling into a whole new level oh he did oh yeah he was like oh i'm not gonna teach my children in school so i'm gonna build a school put some of their friends (laughs) in there let them play (laughs) and you know what he has no maths in that school. He had no language classes, no sports, yeah, this no is the music, crazy nothing. Thing. He controls all of the curriculum. <sighs> and I find it so interesting. And I genuinely think all of those kids are going to turn out to be geniuses. Because I forgot exactly what it was. But I think it's like science shit. It's like the real shit. It's like those kids oh, are going to be wow. geniuses. Straight up. See, Stay I'm tuned. not that sure on that. Because I feel like... With the school, he's going too narrow, skill-minded. Mm. So basically, 
he on, he narrows the skills down of those students so much that in case you know they're creative they want to create music or they want to do something else i think it would kind of stall their progress mm. but obviously they're thinking outside of the box i just can't help thinking though that he's actually see there's something about elon musk that makes you think this man is extremely intelligent there is something about it i it's, feel like he did he's it. got so much power and he's he's smart as fuck like there's something about you uh, there's something about him that just makes you everyone respect him so I just think he's doing the right thing. Maybe not completely the right thing, but this, I feel like he is leading the kids towards the right direction. Maybe a bit narrow. Yeah, yeah, no, I get that. Yeah. But I feel like this is a good time for the listeners to reflect on what we're saying. Mm-hmm. Do Does Elon Musk's kid have a chance in the real life? And what do you guys know about Company Towns? 99.3 DAB, the home of international students. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. You are listening to Snucker Ikenoshk. And today's attendant, no, today's theme is, there we go. Today's theme is company town. So we've had a little discussion about Elon Musk. We went to a little tangent about his children, but we're rowing ourselves back to the main course. And it is what a company town is. So we have been talking a little bit about our thoughts and opinions, but going to Wikipedia, I know that some people will think that this is not a trustworthy site, but you know what? I trust it. I trust Wikipedia. Do you know what? I trust it. It's gotten me through so many things. So many things. So like, many essays. I know. <laughs> and the worst thing is that when you try and cite Wikipedia, it is the pain of me ass. So I'm just gonna be like, put it in my own words. If anybody is listening from my school or uni <laughs> Mind your business. (laughs) Okay, so according to Wikipedia, a company town is a place where practically all stores and housing are owned by the company that is also the main employer. Company towns are often planned with a suit of amenities. Amenities? Amenities. How do you say that word? I've been to amenities. 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 <laughs> the more you say, the worse it gets. <laughs> the it gets. It does not help that my dyslexia. This, this this time I said oh. dyslexia, not dyslexia. There we go. Thank you. Dyslexia. That's yeah. crazy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, that word that I was trying to say that that is the equivalent of stores, house of warships, schools, markets, and like fun activity things like swimming pools, gyms, bowling, and all that. So. When I started reading this, I was like, wow, I mean, what is the downside of this? You know, so you have to go to work. And like, this is usually like railroad working or construction or like like places where it's so hard to get to. And why not build a functioning community where you work? You know, makes sense to me. It does sound amazing at first instance. Right? I mean, it was a big thing in the 19th century in the US. Mm-hmm. And they had many places like this around mining and coal, mm-hmm. you know, institutions and companies. The issue is, I mean, the employer has so much control over you because if you quit, you also quit, you know, you have to leave your house. You have to take your school, uh, kids out of the school that is owned by the company, right? Mm-hmm. And then if something happens with the company, your wages probably won't go up your rent will stay the same and you can you know you don't have any competition or anywhere else to go outside this this town i like the idea 
of rolling out of my bed and going to my work. <laughs> oh, blissful. That is incredible. Oh, blissful. Yeah. No, yeah, because the thing is that we, most people that I know are commuting, because like, now I have a big old job. I do not even know how I got a big old job, but we here we are. And people are commuting for like an hour, an hour and a half, like in traffic and just pain. Luckily for me, like I kind of live near while other people are tracking. I was like, oh, imagine if we could sleep here. Imagine if like everything could be around. We already have stores around us. So just put us some beds. <laughs> just give us a little. Just give us a double bed. <laughs> Not a little double bed. You know, just <laughs> living life. And what could go wrong? So many things. I mean exploitation. This is true. Some some labour issues. Do you know what I mean? And also adding to that, if you have an employer basically controlling a city, Mm. then you have less government rules on Mm. the city, right? So you have less democratic values. And then I mean you live in, as you said before, a utopian city. Mm. So yeah. Many things could go wrong. Yeah. Many things could go wrong. That is true. And I think they have they if really look have at the history if you look at the history because history and i just want to put this out there so when i was doing this research i was trying to find uh what is a company town everything was like u.s alabama yeah. like mm, yeah. taxes america 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 and it's just such a big problem when i'm trying to do my research is to find what is going on in europe what is going on in africa what's going on in like, what about the other continents we're out here like America is a very big part of history. Like, America does take a big place of it. But company towns have been also happening in Europe. So why don't we talk about it? Why don't we learn it in school that Europe has also done this shit? I think this is a massive speculation. So don't take this as a fact. But I'm thinking, you know how company towns are established more or less around a mining site or a coal mine Mm. and then the infrastructure is created around the city and employers obviously you know are both maybe they work in the store or their kids do and then you know this is how a company town could be created if it's not artificial Mm. and then with the economy around that town growing you have other competitors and people not working in that industry coming in so perhaps because Europe has been settled for longer, these cities just, you know, they were there, there, but now they have expanded further. I'm not sure this is true, but it could be the case. This is an interesting conspiracy theory, though, because like in America that you have to like invade and build while we're just here and we're building around it. So that is a, that's a new way to think about mm-hmm. it. What are your thoughts, little Roshni? Just sitting up little, <laughs> little Nor- I don't know why I say little. You're not even little, but here we are. I do um, that a lot. I think the way the media represents America and Europe are very different. Mm. Like, I feel like it's not just me. I think this is like a, a thing. The way people look at America is it's very, like, demonized. It seems like dog-eat-dog world, corporate, you know, the bad guys, like, a mess, to be honest. I feel like everyone sees it as, like, I don't know, just a bit of a shit show. But if you look at Europe, I feel like it's not really represented like that through the media. It's mm. kind of, I don't know how it's represented exactly, but it's not It's not demonized, I don't think. It's not seen as, like, a corporate, you know, dog-eat-dog world. I don't think it's seen like that. So I think maybe that's why. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. All right, that is a nice little note to uh, not end on, but to make people think, I guess. <laughs> what? Radio Nova.